Space anime. What's it about? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Podcast of Galactic Heroes. That's what we went with, right? Yeah, that's I, what think, we're doing? I think so. I think that's what we, we ended up going with. I, I yeah. voted for Around the Izzlehorn, but no one, no one poked that one up. <laughs> so, uh, uh, just to introduce the uh, concept of what we're doing here, we are watching Legend of the Galactic Heroes, I guess, according to Wikipedia. There's a the. Hi, I'm Ty Tuesday. I'm completely blind on the series. This is all brand new to me. Uh, with me is Giop. Hello. I've seen this. Oh, wait. Should I? I'll wait and introduce the other person, I guess. Oh, I'm here, too. No, I'm I mean, Hi. Uh, uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Start over. Start over. Six start. No, no, no. We're keeping that in for sure. We're keeping that in for sure. We got to let everyone know, like, exactly what they're getting ready for. Um <laughs> But yeah, so Giap, you've seen this before. Was it a while ago? Or yes, actually, my I don't know how my brother and I heard about it, but way back in like 2006 or some shit, we tracked down some really really bootleg DVDs from uh, Hong Kong or something, and they basically had English subtitles of this anime I'd heard of that was great, but they were horribly translated. But luckily, there's not much talking in this anime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. I have watched the movie and two episodes, and that is a load of horse shit. Kubo, <laughs> how about yourself? <laughs> I uh, I heard about this on the internet. People were saying it was good, and it's actually kind of a funny story how I saw it. Uh, I used to work a job for a financial firm, and uh, one day there were rumors going around the office that the financial firm was getting bought out. So uh, all the work went on hold for about two months. So I had to go to work for two months and do absolutely nothing. So I watched a 110-episode anime series. I got paid for it, too. <laughs> nice damn that makes anime really good shucks for this uh first episode we watched uh the movie which is like a, a prequel and that's what is that that's uh something is a sea of stars my conquest is the sea of stars is actually two movies but that's the one we watched hmm. that's the one we watched yeah and then we watched episode one and episode two because you know like let's just keep it simple but we did throw the prequel on the front because it introduces some stuff and i don't know it, it was a really good character building i, I liked it I liked yeah it it's kind of hard going into it because uh it kind of assumes that you've seen the series from the way it's kind of presented but uh it does a decent mm -hmm. job of trying to get you up to speed really quickly on who the main people are so yeah i was looking it up the movie was actually made a few years before the anime premiered i think the series mm -hmm. i'm seeing that it was made in 88 and the series was like 89 or so when it started but yeah, it, it seems like a really intimidating series. There's like a ton of characters. Uh, you know, not all of them are super important, obviously. Mm -hmm. But like, it is a space opera, and it very much is an opera. It seems like in almost every sense of the word. Yeah, there's over a hundred named yes. characters. There so. are tons of people. Yeah. So uh, I will do my best to get the names correct. I won't. Uh, hopefully someone else will, but uh, do not expect you. me to... <laughs> yeah, no, no, don't correct me. Just roll with it. Okay. It'll be better, trust okay. me. that's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so let's get down to it. Uh, the movie opens up with some cool busts in space, uh, just kind of <laughs> floating around mm -hmm. and popping of a bunch of different... Uh, yeah, well, the Star Wars crawl goes and... on in German. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was also cool. Yeah, it opens in uh, German uh, with... I think no, there weren't even Japanese subtitles, were there? It's no. just a German scroll, yeah. just a German scroll with flying busts exploding in space, which like 
you know, good opener, good cold open. I know exactly what's. I have no idea what's going on at this point. It's like is this um, like a vaporwave cover thing with like a bust and there's like space yeah. in the background. I'm sure you could find some AMVs. There's usually some fuchsia. Vapor, vaporwave Legend of the Galactic Hero sounds awesome already. Well, hey, with the reboot coming, you never know. Oh, jeez. But like, uh, we we start with these huge ships flying in, and they are huge in every sense of the world like they are super space battleship things where it's you know thousands and thousands if not hundreds of thousands of people in each of these right uh mm-hmm. average ship is like of six to hundred to a thousand the bigger ones have a couple thousand in them okay so they're, they're yeah they're they are large um we are introduced pretty quickly to a actually wait no we don't meet him yet it was the like the ruler of the empire and i think we do they talk about the Empire already? I feel like they do. No, no. So it starts with uh, Reinhardt and Kilkeice showing up in the ship, and they're kind of uh, talking about how there's been war for 150 years. Uh, and then it goes to the commander of the station, the Isselhorn Fortress or whatever, kind of pit- getting angry because uh, Reinhardt is the brother of the Emperor's concubine. Kai- I got- yeah, so basically the head of this whole Empire... Really want to fuck this dude's sister, and uh, this all these older guys are mad because this young gun got promoted to their yeah, level. Yeah, exactly. Uh, largely, you know, it, it's not entirely because of this, but it, you know, largely, largely is. I like, mean, he has skill, but they ridiculous. think it's all because of his sister. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I've got a question for both of you. So, Reinhardt has a confidant, a best pal, a buddy, a chum, a red-headed friend— Ty, how do you pronounce his name? <laughs> I don't have it written down anywhere. I just called him the ginger. I am also a ginger, so like it, a lot of people don't talk about this, but redheaded people just look at each other and nod, and we know each other. You know, it's, it's weird, too, because I, first off, I, I think they pronounce it Kilke Ice, but so, uh, his yeah, hair is that's... actually like red red, like stop sign red. And there's mm-hmm. other actual gingers in the series that have like more orange, strawberry, blonde red hair, like that's more realistic. But yeah, this his hair is like just straight up red. red. Danger red. Um, I do have a note, and I don't remember exactly who it is, but this note just reads, this bowl cut ass motherfucker <laughs> looks like a fucker. So... <laughs> oh, the noble. <laughs> yeah, there's a noble I, guy on the uh, Islam Fortress talking to the commander who also does not like Reinhardt. Yeah, he's a bit of a jerk and he has a bad haircut. Yeah, one thing I can say for sure, though, um, good pauldrons on the Empire. <laughs> they are the fancy boys and, like, you know what? Good style on them. Good style. That, that was something that's really neat about this is we were talking about the ships and stuff earlier, but it's like the two sides. They have very distinctively different... Um, cultures clothing the ship designs everything they are way different yeah. like the empire is um you know very Pauldrons prussian yeah prussia prussian. in space focused yeah. whereas the other side is just uh kind of just regular old republic ish yeah free planet alliance is the united states in like 1960 or 1970 yeah sounds about yeah. right and basically, this is a story of, like, two sides who have been at war for ages. And one is mm-hmm. an empire that has an emperor. You know, it is it is a dictatorship. Yeah. Uh, and then the other side is, yeah, something that's democracy, but it's pretty clearly not perfect. Which, yeah. Which, you know, nobody's nerfing, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm sure they'll go into it in the next 100 or so episodes, so. 
I think they'll yeah, I think they'll touch on that from what I've heard. Uh so uh immediately the older guy who is super mad at Reinhardt, who is the young gun who got this promotion for, you know, his sister uh being super fuckable. Uh so the older guy sends him on a suicide mission right away. And I can't remember the exact details, except I have this is a really ambiguous note. It just says nebula bullshit. Yeah, so that was when they were explaining the map. But the suicide mission is uh, near the fortress. There's a big, like, Jupiter-sized planet. And the Free Planet Alliance has a bunch of ships just chilling in there waiting because they're going to attack the fortress. So the old dude was like, Reinhardt, go fuck with them. And so they made out the way to, like, the Jupiter planet to go have a battle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, his, his whole squadron had just arrived like they had just gotten there they had been traveling for days they hadn't had a chance to recover like rec- recover or recuperate or recuperate, recuperate. which is you know a, a cool Something way to say, say it say. for adults yeah well yeah it makes sense um but yeah so oh yeah yeah they do talk about that at this point so like there's uh so like i said there's two sides right now uh, at war and basically like the the largest portion of space that like we're currently occupying is split into two by these two routes that even though we're in space and, you know, you'd be like, well, you can just go anywhere in space, just go <laughs> around it. Uh, there's apparently only two paths that are really viable uh, due to like black holes and like other. Yeah, they explain it later that the faster and life drives only work between stars and need to have kind of like a straight line. And there's like a bunch of black hole bullshit. So just kind of hand wave it. It just makes it so it's interesting. Yeah, it's also easier to pick. It's easier to picture, like if you want to think of it as like just a basic top-down map. It makes it easier to picture as well. Like you could say, oh, the um, one side's on the west, one side's on the east. Then on the north side, you have this neutral place, Fezzan, and then on the path south of that, you have Iserlone. It's the other way around, but yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't North, yeah, south, it's, it's all. It's know. basically. <laughs> It's basically you have a huge collection of people to the West, a huge collection of the East, and there's two choke points. Mm -hmm. And currently the Empire controls one of those choke points, and the other one is being controlled by a neutral, which I'm sure we'll find out pretty quickly, is a load of horse shit party. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I don't think they talk too much about him yet. Um, So, yeah, they send him on the suicide mission, and... This is where we meet the uh, Free Planet Alliance. They start talking... Meet the other guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just explaining that it's like a gas giant with a bunch of awful weather patterns and horrible interference, and it's it's very intentionally supposed to be a suicide mission. Like the old guy even says he's just like, well, only one way to deal with a problem like this: I, I, kill him. <laughs> yep. like, he's just really on the nose about it. Like he doesn't even try and hide it when he's talking to that bull cut ass motherfucker. Like he's just like, yeah, I mean, I guess we just fucking kill him. Like whatever. What else are we gonna do? You know? I don't want to get my hands dirty. Yeah, I, I know uh, soon here we meet the Free Planet Alliance, like you said, and immediately we meet Yang, who I immediately wrote the note down of Yang equals handsome boy. Seems like he gets it. And I think that's kind of just on the nose, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yang very much of that. And then I have uh, same with Dusty. So we meet Yang. He immediately is just talking about you know how much war is bullshit basically yeah <laughs> pretty much like he's just like man fighting sucks ass and he's like why don't you leave he's like eh, yeah. you gotta get my gi bill yeah, yeah exactly it's like gotta get paid man and it's a war economy what are you gonna do there, there's one other thing um i remember hearing in the past i'm pretty sure this is accurate but um dusty was actually written into the anime because in the novel and stuff 
this is like Yang having an inner monologue or thinking to himself, and that doesn't flow. Yeah. So yeah. for the anime, Dusty was created for him to basically, you know, bounce things off of. Yeah, which is why the other day when we were watching this, I made the comment of Yang, or Dusty really doesn't have a job. He just hangs out with Yang. Yeah. Like, in context <laughs> and universe. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. But yeah, like, so Dusty, at least in, in the anime we're watching, he's kind of Yang's, like, friend and confidant, and apparently actually his internal monologue and so yeah that does make a ton yeah. ton of sense but yeah it just it seems like they're um they, they are two people who super get it uh are very aware dusty immediately is just like hey man so like we're probably about to die because we're going into a battle you know another another day at the steel mill so you want to you want to take a shot Yeah, he and... pulls a like fucking hip flask out and just starts pouring it yeah. into the coffee <laughs> <laughs> is that brandy and... give me some of that shit <laughs> And yeah, Yang makes it very clear. He's like, eh, I'm more of a tea guy. And then, you know, I think, if I remember right, doesn't Dusty just, like, pour it for him anyway? He's yeah. like, fuck your tea. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> So the battle starts up, and uh, it's it's great because you can immediately tell that both Dusty and Yang hate their boss, the commander of the fleet, because their mm-hmm. boss is a giant fucking dipshit and doesn't listen to anyone. Yeah, he's very much an old guard kind of leader who is convinced he knows the right ways, and if you tell him otherwise, he just gets really uppity and pulls rank. Yeah. He doesn't want to listen to those millennials. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, man, (laughs) man, like, this is what immediately made me go, like, you know what, I like Yang, because I have worked multiple positions where they were very serious critical things like very serious like medical technology things and i explained like hey we need to fix this hey this is wrong here's what we should do or this is more efficient and cleaner this will help us do this and just immediately being like well that's how we've always done it so like yeah man yang is my man right now (laughs) (laughs) yang is yang is my fucking dude yeah there's um on this side there's a few different um groups of assholes there's the old guard who most of them are just, you know, terrible, terrible people or leaders. And then there's also the, um, you know, the other side, they have um, nobles. Over on this side of the fence, you have people who, I can't remember many of them in particular, but I do know there are several characters who basically went through academy training, and they're also inherently snooty toward people who just went, you know, the bottom rung. Rats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and some of these older dudes, it's like, they seem like they think what they're doing is correct. They're just incompetent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just bad at it. And yeah. like Yang clearly has a mind for war and understands like how things will resolve and has seen enough about battles, which we'll, you know, talk about later. So on that, the battle that happens on the Jupiter gas planet, which I forgot the name of, um, um Le- Legnica. Yeah. It's uh, named, it's actually named after a city in uh, Poland. I've got a coworker who, is from there. So when I saw the name, I was like, oh, huh. From the gas planet? Yes, Wait. the gas planet. I see. So uh, Reinhardt shows up. Uh, he finds that the Free Planet Alliance is uh, chilling around in the clouds and decides to shoot a bunch of lasers, so there's an updraft. So he goes up with all of his uh, Galactic Empire ships, and the Free Planet Alliance dude's like, we shouldn't go up and follow them because we'll get shot. And to which Yang figures out that, oh, we're about to get nuked. So he tells Dusty this. Dusty <laughs> kind of stumbles over onto the guy driving the battleship and makes it fly up. And, uh, yeah, and, and uh, exact... quick explanation about w- what was happening. So I have a note here. First of all, ship equals gun piles. And when I say gun piles, <laughs> I mean they are literally just, it is a, like a giant flying rectangle 
covered in laser batteries. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have that thing that, like, is a phobia of holes, imagine your worst nightmare, except it shoots fucking lasers. Because that's basically what these ships are when they go into battle it's Artillery with engines on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, this is what causes the big problem at first, is there are so many lasers firing that it is legitimately fucking up the environment. It's, like, overheating this gas giant and causing some kind of, like, electrical storms and stuff. And, yeah, uh, immediately Yang's like, uh, we should ascend. But they're shooting everywhere. They know we're down here, and you know what you don't have to aim is a bomb. <laughs> so, yeah. And, yeah, the best part is, yeah, Dusty just, like, walks over, and he's just kind of like, humdy dum dum oops i'm drunk and just like falls on it <laughs> just immediately they start ascending yeah yeah and about this time reinhardt drops the nuke down and blows up half the fleet <laughs> it's just reinhardt's just sitting there and you watch this play out and then reinhardt's like uh, yeah go ahead and drop the nuke by the way <laughs> it's like oh yeah we have we have a nuclear warhead yeah just drop it so uh the outcome of that battle is the free planet alliance loses its shit ton of ships and retreats for a bit and uh Reinhardt and the rest of his ships go back to Izzelhorn. Keep in mind, by the way, that his commander, the guy who was, like, trying to tell Yang, like, shut up, I'm your superior, we're not going up, you know, we'll get killed if we go up there. As he sees this, as the ship is ascending against his orders, obviously, and every other ship, like, when we say every other, by the way, we don't mean, like, one or two. We mean, like, this is probably, like, a super major loss of life. Like, probably half thousands a million of people ships, at least. Hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal, and so the commander is just watching this, and, you know, thanks to Yang and Dusty's interference, they are the only ones that are alive, so this guy's gotta be, like, shitting his pants, and he does look like he's shitting his <laughs> pants, but just just keep in mind that he has witnessed this, and Yang literally just kept them from being blown up by a GD nuke, so, <laughs> like... Doesn't get any thanks or anything, though. Yeah, no, it doesn't do anything. So Ryan returns to Islam Fortress and talks to the commander there. And the commander's like, you did a good job, but you're fucking lucky. So fuck you. <laughs> and to which uh, Reiner just kind of shuts up and takes it because uh, he really can't say anything because that's how hierarchies work. Yeah, he like specifically, uh, the, the older guy's like, you know, oh, you didn't plan that. You just got lucky because of the weather. You should go prove yourself in a real battle. And yeah, Reinhardt's just like, you're right, sir. That wasn't a real battle. I apologize for getting lucky and, you know, killing all those ships and stuff and giving us a total overwhelming victory. But, like, yeah, I'll, I'll prove it better it's next It's funny because as they walk, sir. like, Kilkeis looks like he's about to throw fists down. Yeah, his, yeah, yeah. Good old Gingy is getting uh, mad as hell yeah. <laughs> about all of this. Like, he's just like, mm, how do you deal with that? And Reinhardt's just like, man, some bullshit. But, like, if I'm ever going to become, you know, the, the big boss around here... That's kind of life, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, so later on, the boss informed the commander of the fortress informs him that uh, he's got to be in the next attack, and he's going to be in the attacking wing, like the left wing, I think they say, which is an important but very risky and unsafe position to be in. We did skip a couple things that I feel like are super important. First of all, this anime loves putting cool classical music with wow cool robot fights <laughs> like obviously there's a lot of politics but man i just like watching ships and stuff go by and with the classical music it was it was pretty sick they lovingly draw all these things exploding too which is nice oh my god they love drawing those explosions man like i think they were like hmm we could make a space opera about two small rebel groups or <laughs> just like immediately went they immediately went full tilt nuts 
And then I also have the note of we learn Yang loves history here because uh, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Someone walks in on him just like watching videos of like old Civil War battles and stuff like that, like old black and white films, too. So like old, old ones. Yeah, we don't find that in the movie. But later on in the series, it's explained that he is a history uh, student. So that's his whole deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, everyone wants to fuck Yang. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> yeah, every, er, everyone want to fuck Yang. Yeah. Um, he goes back to his room and he's just like, man, I got all this fan mail. And Dusty's like, you're going to like deal with that at some point? He's like, man, throwing away paper would be, you know, that'd be wasteful. He's like, come on, man, you don't need these. I, mean, I don't know if Dusty was actually saying like, are you going to deal with that? Like in terms of the paper, or are you going to deal with that? Like you could go get your dick wet. Like that's true. <laughs> I think yeah, oh, you know more what? nude right. photographs. Jeez, I get yeah, so many right. of these. Man, why does everybody keep keep sending me these fuck messages? Then we go from there to uh, first. It goes to like a rowdy bar club. If I remember right, yeah, it does. It does like a cut to some like uh, just normal enlisted dudes in the uh, Galactic Empire's army just getting drunk at a bar. But then it cuts later to the officer club where we were introduced to Hell yeah. new, well, not introduced, but shown two characters that are going to be important later, uh, Mittenmeyer and Rutenthal. Yeah, Royenthal mm-hmm. and Mittermeier are really, really good yeah. characters. Yeah, and um, so they pretty quickly find there were two dudes like sitting at a table and they were just going through these newspapers that, of course, like had like little projection things up. Like we yeah, couldn't just have regular newspapers. It's the future. It's got to make a hologram or else it ain't fucking real. Uh, but it's like of Reinhardt's sister and that's yeah, like tabloid shit. Yeah. And they're talking all sorts of shit about him. And like that clearly doesn't set him off very much. Like he kind of is just kind of like, yeah, man, that's life. You know, fuck it. But then they start talking shit about his sister and he sees one of them be like, I wonder if he is up there. Cause everybody refers to him as like the skirt admiral or like yeah. the skirt commander because you know, he's, they think he's only in there because of that. So they like start looking under the dress of the hologram and immediately Reinhardt just starts walking over, and his buddy, like, he, they were playing pool, so he has a pool cue. And his it's buddy's not like, Reinhardt, it's hey. Mittenmeyer and Rutenthal, two different guys. Oh, it's guys. right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're walking over, and he's like, hey, man, don't use the pool cue, or else you'll uh, go to jail for <laughs> <laughs> trying to use lethal force. And he's like, good idea, and puts down the pool cue, and then continues to walk over. It was some other guys, right? Yeah, some other dudes in the fleet start get a fight start, and they, of course, join them, because why the fuck not? want to punch these guys but uh it's funny because the fight gets broken up by kilki ice who fires a gun and breaks a chandelier fires a fucking gun in the house like <laughs> just i'm an officer of... no big deal yeah and like he like shoots it like straight up at like a it's a big ass chandelier yeah he just like shoots it at a chandelier he's just like hey motherfucker calm down and like there yeah no that's a great way to make people call calm down in a bar fight <laughs> just shoot a gun what could go wrong but they do, and no one gives him shit for firing a gun in the office. Yeah, <laughs> they don't give a crap. That's probably just a standard like Tuesday afternoon for that place. So uh, after that, it, it cuts to the battle, which is starting up. And um, mm-hmm. if if you're into classical music, which I know Ty is at least, and I am as well. I don't know about Gigi up, but fuck music. Well, Bolero starts playing, and anyone who knows the song of Bolero knows that it eventually gets real. And so it's interesting how they use that to choreograph the fight that's going on because the beginning of the song's all quiet and soft. And like you show all the ships getting into position and stuff. And as the fight starts to intensify and they start to do the maneuvers and stuff, it gets louder. So like that's one of the things that this series does well is choreographing the music 
to these ships mm-hmm. dancing around. And so without getting into specifics too hard, basically the big thing with this battle is, once again, Reinhardt has been sent on an even dumber suicide mission to the point that, like, the other officers, when the plan is being explained, they, like, interject and they're like, are you sure you want him on the left wing? Like, he just got here. He's pretty inexperienced still. Like, this seems like the worst idea. Yeah, even Reinhardt's subordinate and vice admirals were like, uh, you're getting to get, get slaughtered out there. I don't know if this is a great idea. But uh, Reinhardt's like, yeah. no, I got this. It's cool. So uh, what he does is he knows the Free Planet Alliance's commander, which was tricked back on the Jupiter planet, is a dumb shit. So he just kind of like walks up in front of them, just turns to the right, and just casually, you know, just goes across the center of the battlefield. Well, that, that's kind of a... There was one other thing here is the battle starts, and he is on the left wing, but the other thing is that all the other... Everything else in formation stayed put, and just the left wing went forward. So it's yeah. sort of like, hey... The right wing and center aren't coming forward. We're the only ones yeah. going, oh, this is bad. They were using him as bait is mm-hmm. absolutely what it was. Yeah. Like they just wanted to use him as bait. So the strategy he goes with is amazing, which is just like, man, well, I'm going to fucking die. So might as well take the old 0.1% chance of survival here. So he just pulls it out in front, turns sideways and drives across the entire front line like a kid at a fucking dodgeball game, just casually walking across the middle line, just kind of like, fuck you, the whole time. So the commander is just like, whoa, 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 no one's that goddamn stupid. This is clearly a trap. It was not a trap. Yang's going, <laughs> shoot him. absolutely not a trap. Yang's just sitting there going, what are you doing? Fire at him. Fire. He's like, no, no, there's got to be a trick to this. Yeah, once again, Yang immediately knows what's up and is just like, uh, so we aren't shooting them. Why exactly? He's like, well, clearly it's a trap. He's like, what could be a trap about shooting fish in a barrel, my man? (laughs) So they shoot each other for a while and becomes like a stalemate sort of situation. Mm -hmm. There's losses on both sides. But for the most part, Reinhardt's section of the fleet gets out without any scratches. So Mm -hmm. it cuts to the Free Planet Alliance. The leader of the Free Planet Alliance is a guy named Admiral Bukak, who uh, isn't actually introduced, but he yells at Yang's boss for not shooting anyone. He's like, we're going to lose this battle because we took more losses than the Empire. So they come up with a decoy operation where some of the Free Planet Alliance ships will go and pretend like they're going to attack the fortress to pull the rest of the uh, Galactic or the uh, Emperor's fleet away while the Free Planet Alliance escapes. And so Yang volunteers to lead the decoy even though he knows it's pretty much a suicide mission. The fortress itself, too, is also, like, just... It is a fortress. They use the word impregnable. Hmm. We haven't we haven't described it yet, have we? <laughs> y- yeah, we get, we get into it, like, a little more in the episodes itself, but yeah. it's, like, a big fuck-off orb covered in shields and guns. It's not shields, it's liquid metal on the outside, so, like, lasers bounce off of it. Yeah, it's the Death Star, but it's covered in liquid metal. It's got a super big Death Star laser, but it's also like just a really huge part of it. And I think that's also parked right in the middle of the, of like one of those two routes. Like the yeah. route they control yeah. is just bam, there's a fortress right in the middle. And that's how they're holding it off, you know, is with this invincible hell orb. So, yeah, so like obviously going in for that is going to be huge suicide mission. Plus the fact that the fleet is going to follow them to try to prevent them from attacking in the first place. So it's a double suicide sort of thing. So Yang manages to pull off what is maybe... Another one of the sickest moves. Basically, we have in this uh, very clearly displayed Reinhardt and Yang both saying, Emmanuel, I'm going to die anyway. Might as well try some bullshit. 
and Yang tries some bullshit, <laughs> which I do believe I have noted with Yang what? Yang, what are you doing? You took a whole spaceship hostage. What the fuck? So to, to elaborate here, he takes... Yang uh, is in a spaceship, and he has a bunch of other cruisers with him that are kind of just CPU piloted or whatever. And he goes behind the uh, Emperor's fleet. Uh, Reinhardt and a bunch of other people say, oh, that's a decoy fleet. Just go wipe them out. And they send a couple ships after them. Most of the AI ships he has with him blow up. But since no one's really watching what's happening back there because they're too busy trying to kill the rest of the Free Planet Alliance ships, he flies his uh, Yang flies his battleship underneath Reinhardt's ship. And just kind of parks it, like, right underneath it. Yeah, just, like, docks right under there and is just, like, isn't firing on him. So immediately, like, everyone's like, wait, what? What? <laughs> Everybody realizes that, like, they're not firing because if he blows up Reinhardt, who's very important, like, the whole shit will go down. Yeah. So no one wants to risk killing their commander. Exactly. And Reinhardt also, like, immediately, he's like, well, just that sucks. Him. Guess I blow up. Let's yeah. go. Like, yeah, let's shoot him. Guess that's life. The ship captain of all people is just kind of like, hey, 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 that's cool that you want to do that and all. I know military, but this is my ship. We're not getting it blown up, sir. With all due respect, sir, this is my car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, we're not driving my truck into a ditch, motherfucker. But it's it's not really, like, aggressive or mean. It's more kind of like, hey, kid, I respect what you're doing. I could take the fall for this. Yeah, I'll take the fall for this one, my man. Like, let's you need to stay alive you're more important than this battle let's let's keep on rocking so that was really cool of him and then they uh just make it really clear here oh yeah go ahead i was gonna say this allows the free planet alliance to escape and there's kind of a tense moment while the two fleets are kind of passing each other and no one wants to shoot because like one of the guys comment if anyone opens fire it's going to just be annihilation for everyone so like Mm -hmm. it's kind of tense as they leave the battlefield but um it does allow the rest of the Free Planet Alliance ships to escape. And as the movie wraps up, we just get a little bit more uh, introspection uh, from Reinhardt and Yang. And it's basically just Reinhardt is incredibly ambitious. Um, I don't know if he wants to, you know, become the new emperor or anything, but he wants to be very, very high up. He wants to, you know, protect his sister from all of this awful stuff that's happening because the emperor just want to, you know, get a bone down. And uh, just very ambitious in general, very, you know, strong-willed very composed and all that uh as opposed to yang who kind of just wants to make it out and try and keep people alive if he can help it like that's clearly the thing for him is he's just like man uh." wrap up the war go live off a nice pension (laughs) sleep in late yang just wants a quiet life with his history books man Mm -hmm. that's all he wants he just wants to chill and read books and watch documentaries and like again man yang you're my dude. Yang <laughs> gets it. I love this guy. Uh, but yeah, that was the end of uh, movie. the first movie. And so now we move on to episode one. And like uh, some of episode one does, you know, recap some of it. They introduce one thing that's really nice uh, in episode one. And that is when characters uh, come onto the screen, and not just brand new ones, main important ones, ones you should know. They make sure to put their name and their title Every single time. Yeah, it definitely helps, especially with all the characters in this series, to establish who they are and help you memorize. Yeah, they very clearly knew, like, man, a hundred, that's a lot. So they just (laughs) kind of were like... It also doesn't help that half these people have weird Germanic names in them anyway, which is probably not the easiest thing for Japanese people to pronounce. It's also Mm -hmm. nice because outside of maybe a couple exceptions, once it introduces a character, they they are basically around until they are done. So basically either they're there for the long haul or they're there till they 
you know, vanish from the story or die or whatever. I mean, it, for the most part, yeah. it's not like here's a guy in episode one and then you see him 50 episodes later and you're like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> they, they're basically relevant once they're introduced yeah. and they usually hang around mm-hmm. to where you remember them. And so they explain the whole uh, map thing and give you a very nice map of it of just like, here's how everything works. Here's why there's a conflict. It's been going on forever. Um, and they're, they're, of course, mounting up for a battle because this anime is just... Uh, a series of discussions between giant space battles, yeah. uh, it seems like. And uh, immediately Ryan, or everyone's like, oh man, we are super boned because they're like surrounded on every side by uh, the Empire. Yeah, it and should be Ryan's noted like, there's a bit of a time gap between the movie and the first episode. A couple months, yeah. isn't it? Like four months? Yeah, something, something like, that. like that, yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, Ryan, Reinhardt's immediately like, no, nah, we're, we're good. This ain't shit. They then cut away to the first time we actually meet the neutral party at all. Yes. Uh, and we meet the leader... And he is Mr. Clean's evil brother, Mr. Mean. <laughs> and uh, he's Rubinsky, by the good way. Good old Adrian Rubinsky. <laughs> he, do, he does not look suspicious at all. No, this guy looks like a mobster. Just Mr. McNeutral. This guy looks like the shadiest motherfucker on the planet. Like, when I say Mr. Clean's evil twin, Mr. Mean, I mean it. Like, he literally looks like Mr. <laughs> Clean, except instead of white eyebrows, they're like, you know, like dark gray. It's just like, Meh. Like, if he started, like, twirling the ends of his eyebrows up, I would not be shocked. I would just be like, yeah, all right, man. Like, you couldn't get a mustache. It's great because it cuts to him inside his, like, apartment or building. I don't know what it is. But, like, he has wall-to-wall televisions of space battles going on because his, you quickly learn his bottom line is to make a buck. And he wants the status quo yeah. to go on, so he'll just back whoever is losing, really. Yeah, he is a neutral party with a vested interest in war profiteering. Especially yeah. because, again, they control one of the two routes. And they are a neutral party, and neither group really wants to mess with them, you know, at all. Like, they're just kind of, they are what they are. And, like, it seems like messing with them would be just a bad idea. You know, for for, one for trade another, anyway, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 they've for, got for trade. they've got money going on both sides of the fence, so it's just mm-hmm. it's kind of they're they're in a very nice spot. Nobody wants to disrupt it. Basically, we find Yang, and he does the first thing the, the first time I've seen him do it, and it, I have it noted as salute to three sixty hat, and it should really be <laughs> salute to three sixty hat grab. He salutes somebody, and before he's even finished, like doing the full hand motion for a salute. He just like immediately like fucking like <laughs> he like dash cancels it into grabbing his hat and just kind of rubbing his head like he's just kind of like yeah man cool all right well, well fuck I gotta go like he just clearly doesn't give a shit. The head rubbing is is a very non audio version of oh my god fuck these guys. Mm-hmm. It yeah, happens quite uh, a lot. It's, it's yeah, uh, and that's one thing I've really liked about this this anime so far is you know we're only like two episodes in basically, but every character has a really well fleshed out and thought out personality like of the main cast we've met yeah, so that's far. Yeah, that's one of the things that's really good is that all the characters have motivations for what they do, like understandable motivations. And they're all very very real and even just like yeah, like physical things. Like and it's not over the top. It's like real people, you know? Like yeah. there are people who do you know, like for me, I know for a fact, like I just kind of goof around with my hands when I'm bored. That's just kind of <laughs> a thing I do. And it's like characters do stuff like that. And and I think that's really cool. Uh, and it gives you a sense of just, again, really humanity, which in this kind of story is kind of crucial. Because like, yeah. otherwise it would just be a bunch of robots bullshitting about philosophy and who cares, you know. But the, they, they really are connectable people. And I have uh, Reinhardt and Yang are acutely aware of each other. So at this point, they both have kind of, you know, realized like Yang's like, 
man, whoever's that dude in the white ship, that guy's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> He's just kind of like, that. we have one commander over there who actually knows what the fuck is going on. This is bad. That guy's trouble. Uh, and, you know, Reinhardt obviously is, again, super serious, super composed, taking everything to, you know, the extremes as far as, like, making sure he's prepared, making sure he overperforms and everything, immediately is like, okay, one ship was smart enough to get away on the gas planet. One dude was smart enough to take my goddamn ship hostage. <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, like, he's got a kind of a mark on his head at this point. Yang. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they're just Win like, Yang. Sorry, not my you have to pause so, okay. for at least five seconds. The voice actors like to put a huge pause between Yang Wenli. Like that. Yeah, seriously, every time. It. Like and and they have uh, you know, uh Reinhardt's redheaded friend like mention his name like three or four times, and seriously, it, it's like it would be like an SNL bit every time they mention Yang. Wenli. It, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just like it's completely over the top. Um my next note is this, this is hard words to say, man. I can't shit. I was gonna ask you about this. Machiavellian, Machiavellian Garfield. Okay. That was just a joke that we were Please watching. That has this. nothing to do with anything. <laughs> well, no, we were talking about one of the characters. They introduced Oberstein. So if you've seen the series before, you'll know who Oberstein is. And uh, mm, okay. Machiavellian Garfield. I don't <laughs> know how the second word got in there. But... Oh my god, that's perfect. <laughs> well, I think it was Garfield because like his response was kind of like man, like afterwards, like he seemed like he was just very over all of it. Oversight um, is very drab. Well, yes. Yeah. yeah. Every uh, every war is a Monday when you're Machiavellian <laughs> Garfield. O- Oberstein on first glance seems like a really boring character, but he's actually fantastic. <laughs> Yeah. Is it is it better to be loved or a Monday? <laughs> <laughs> so the battle, the battle starts Yeah, we should up. talk about the battle because that's what's setting this all up here. <laughs> so at the beginning of the episode, it says that uh, Reinhardt's uh, fleet is surrounded, and they've got like 20,000 ships or something. And it's surrounded by three individual fleets of about 10,000 ships above the Free Planet Alliance. So cumulatively, the Free Planet Alliance has more ships and therefore they think they got a better hand. But uh, Reinhardt sees this. He's like, well, you know, they're not all in the same place. They're just kind of in three different groups. Let's go fuck one of them up at a time because we've got double the, you know, singular of the Free Planet Alliance's ships. So he goes and does that. He divides and conquers. And this uh, freaks th- freaks out the commander of the Free Planet Alliance. Yeah, like he's just like, well, uh, you know, I've got more guns than individual guys. So if we just like peel them apart real quickly yeah exactly like we just we don't give them time to figure out what's going on we blitz them like he really just he's he's blitzing individual parts yeah and so yeah and that's why reinhardt giving uh units the shakedown and then yang of course immediately is like hey he's trying to divide and conquer us um and it's been a it's been a little too too far here we're a little behind we should probably go like we are going to die no so yang was not part of the first so he attacks the first fleet um, and Yang sees this happening. He's like, boss, we should get the other two fleets together and go crush them. He's like, no, we got to do this all together as one, like we planned it or something. So yeah, Yang's boss is still being a dick. He, the reason the boss doesn't want to do it is because he doesn't want to abandon the fleet that's currently getting stomped on. But Yang's like, listen, they're already dead, dude. We got to cut our losses and actually win this thing. And that pisses off his mm-hmm. commander, which says, fuck you. And doesn't listen to him. Doesn't listen to him. And yeah, even like, uh, the commanders, like, uh, they're trying to rescue this other fleet. 
uh, that's in trouble. And the commander's like, yo, my, one of my best friends that I worked with for years is over on that fleet. To which Yang responds, he's like, cool. Uh, my buddy's one of there my too. friends is yeah. in the other fleet. And I, yeah, he's like, I have one friend in that fleet. I have a friend in another fleet too that is definitely going to die if we fuck this up. It's, it's great too because he says that. He's like, I have a friend that's like, uh, his name is Lap, I think. He's yeah, like, yeah, Lap. my Lap. buddy's over yeah, in that fleet like- too. And it immediately cuts to Lap dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they, they talk about, oh, there is cool sleep pods. What they do are, what, have a moment where they get in their standing sleep pods, what and is it's this, just like, "What is this note about bread nuggets, please?" <laughs> oh, the bread! Oh, the bread nugget note. Okay, so there is a dining room scene, and uh, just the, it, it was killing me because it's like a really well drawn anime in general. All the backgrounds are beautiful. It looks like oil paintings. It's wonderful. But this scene, every time they change perspective, the bread kept changing sizes, and like some of it was. Like, <laughs> There were, like, there were like these croissants that were super dinky. Yeah, it would be like comedically small croissants. Yeah, so that, what, what happens is the uh, Galactic Empire stomps that one fleet they're talking about, shows lap die and everything. Reinhardt is uh, showing results to the rest of the fleet, so his uh, vice admirals under him are kind of calming down. They wanted to go kill the rest of the fleet of the Free Planet Alliance, but it's like, no, listen, we should probably recuperate and get ready for the next battle. So that's when the dining scene happened because it shows some officers eating on a table with bread to change the sizes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Lap is hell of dead at this point. Like, he is impaled on a post dead. Yeah. Like, not a little dead, like, pinned to a wall with a pole through his chest, which mad ups to him for managing to pull out a photo and be like, shit, my fiance is still alive. Oh, man, she was pretty cool. Oh, well, I'm dead now. <laughs> yeah, he like totally fucking dies. I, it, it's funny wise. because I thought I remembered Lap being around for a bit longer, but that's actually in the prequel series stuff where he gets fleshed out more and this yeah. is just like hi i'm lap i've died now yeah it's totally just so you have you get like motivation for yang and it sets up a character relationship yet later because yeah. the uh the photo he pulls out is of his fiance jessica and she'll become important later and, and clearly too like yang is fairly composed about the whole thing but clearly is very upset like yeah. he manages to not freak out or anything because you know war is hell but at the same time he's he's pretty upset yeah lap they showed another series but lap is basically a buddy of his from the academy so he's known yeah. him for ever since he got in the military mm-hmm. yeah and, and that, that uh, is the end of episode, end of episode, one, episode yeah. one yeah uh so episode two uh we are introduced to the uh, or there's like speeches going on on both sides talking about the battle and basically just generic propaganda, but almost identical generic propaganda, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's kind of a big part of it. So you have one, which is the Secretary of Defense. Yeah. Uh, is Job, Tr- Job Trunicht. Yeah. You, yeah. you will see him a lot. <laughs> Secretary of Defense of the Free Planet Alliance. Yeah. 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 Because uh, the other side's a dictatorship. But yeah. So this guy is the uh, Secretary of Defense and. You know, it's clear that, you know, like, they're based on democracy. And I literally have based on democracy in quotes followed by LMAO because it's clearly horseshit already. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's already, oh, yeah. like, already like, based on democracy. It's like, hmm. Also, Trunit, you only see him for, like, maybe 10 seconds, him giving the speech. But it's obvious that this is, like, white guy politician, the archetype. Yeah, he's just basically a war hawk and a jingoist of sorts, and that's kind of how he stays on top, is just riling people up and being like, hey, fuck those guys, they killed million, millions of our people, let's send millions more over there and kick their asses. Exactly, that's what they're basically, mm-hmm. yeah, and again, it's, it's identical speeches from both sides, which clearly yeah. are, you know, 
based on different political ideologies, but the propaganda is exactly the same. The war tactics are identical, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, back during the fight, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to... I have a note here that says, Commander fell down and bumped his head. Commander gives Yang control. <laughs> Yang got a switch it on him. So, <laughs> oh, no. I got Owie. Yang is now boss. Yeah. So Reinhardt uh, pulls his fleet around and starts attacking Yang's third of the fleet that he's in. Um, this kind of takes him by surprise because they weren't expecting it to be fought. Like, they didn't expect him to be attacked that early. And during this, the commander of the fleet uh, gets injured and gives Yang control of everything. And so this is how Yang like gets up, uh, control of the rest of the Fleet Planet Alliance for the rest of the, the fight for the, this battle, the rest of the and ships. And for what it's worth, they have like a medic come out and be like, hmm, hmm, this guy's not full of shit. He's pretty hurt. Because like, it seemed like, it for, like I, I love they did that because my first response was like, man, this wiener, he just got hurt a little bit. And he's like, no, he's actually I'm, gonna, kind of I'm, I'm scared of this. But they're like, no, he's actually seriously actually injured. And I was like, all right, fine, fine. I'll give it to this guy. Like, I hate this dude, but like, all right, fine. Um, and yeah, Yang just immediately uh, takes control of the situation yeah. and pulls a, what I have written as a hot move, uh, <laughs> circles around back and does this like, big counter strat and uh tells one of the old he tells everybody you know like hey i'm yang i'm currently in control of the fleet because this happened so i've been given command here's what our plan is here's what we're gonna do and immediately one of the guys is just like that's stupid we'll be killed and like turns around and disobeys and everybody else is like whoa what's that guy doing i guess he's disobeying uh, disobeying and like not even a full five seconds later is just turned to space yeah that you actually (laughs) skipped a bit that's uh one of that's one of Reinhardt's vice admirals. So, uh, Reinhardt, oh, my bad. Yeah. yeah. So what happens is when Yang takes control of the fleet, he regroups and everything. Reinhardt's, uh, uh, Reinhardt's decides to like kind of try piercing through the center because it looks like the fleet's in disarray. But Yang is smart enough to split the fleet as he kind of throws to him and surrounds them. Oh, this pisses, yeah, this pisses oh. off one of the vice admirals who's like, oh, what is Reinhardt doing? What a fucker. And like he goes off and does his own thing and immediately gets blown the fuck up. So yeah, so their their plan is to like split in half and kind of like they think they're going for like an encirclement, but they're actually just trying to get behind him because turning around giant space boats takes a hot second. Like, yeah, a lot of these battles seem like they're based on either like naval battles or oh, a lot of them are. Yeah, yeah, it's very ship of the line, eighteenth century shit. I, I kind of yeah, like yeah. just I kind of like just watching that whole part play out of the battle because Reinhardt's like, you know what? Let's get into a spindle and charge him. And then on the other side, Yang's just like, "Hey, let's 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 avoid that." <laughs> and they just split right in the middle and go all the way around and form together right behind Reinhardt, who's kind of like, oh, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah. So eventually, this forms like an Ouroboros of the two ships, just constantly trying to surround mm-hmm. each other. Like, it makes a big ring of them blowing each other's backsides up. Yeah, and they kind of are just like, all right, if this continues, we are just going to attrition each other to hell, and none of us are going to win, so there's no reason to have this fight. Like, we are just going to, we're just going to kill a lot of people and get nothing done. Uh, There's no reason for us to do this. So they disengage, and... um, I have here, Reinhardt sends Yang a love letter. (laughs) Yeah, he he really does. Like, he sends him something, and I can't remember what it says. It's basically, GG, good fight, see you later. Yeah, and then then Dusty says, so do you want to send a response? Uh, no. <laughs> he's like, do you think he's respecting a response? Or expecting a response? He's like, maybe. He's like, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I don't but, 
but yeah, and then they're having a talk, and I think it was Reinhardt who was kind of beating himself up. It might have been Yang who was, or it might have been Reinhardt, but it was like, hey man, you did all right. Like we were super boned, and we ended up, you know, coming out about even, and that's good. We were behind, so that's fine by us. Yeah. And then uh, Yang Wenli sees a flashback <laughs> of uh, Lap dead on a pike again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then it cross cuts to Jessica playing a piano at I guess her house wherever she lives back home. Yeah, and was she... that uh, was that on Planet Heineken? Yes, that was, was Planet. Yeah, Heineken. that was Heineken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Planet Heineken, uh, we cut to, and that's kind of that's the, the capital of the Free Planet uh, free, Alliance. Yeah, the Free Planet Alliance, and it, it's it's you know it just seems like it's a nice nice chill place. And yeah, so Jessica is calling to no, ask she gets for... the call and kind of calls them back because i guess they have a hotline to see is my friend well, dead the, okay. the, th- the thing was they the news came through and they're like yeah there was a battle it um it was okay oh by the way <laughs> the, the fourth and sixth fleet got fucking broken in half and destroyed and then she's like wait a second oh, right. lap was in the sixth fleet and then yeah, there was a yeah. yeah there was a did my did my significant other die in the battle hotline and the thing is, in this, God, I love this. This is like the most cynical shit, and it's <laughs> perfect. It's so good. She calls in and uh, just is like, I'm looking for information about, like, Lieutenant Admiral or whatever his position was, like Lieutenant Colonel or something, uh, Lap. You know, I, I'm looking for this person. I, I want to know information about her. Like, oh, do you mean uh, Captain Lap? He's like, no, he was a Lieutenant Admiral. He, I hasn't heard about him being a captain they're like oh no he got a double promotion in the battle and like, <laughs> oh also he's fucking dead yeah uh, posthumously like, double promoted double, yeah he got yeah he got double promoted in the battle in posthumously yeah so it's just like oh <laughs> you know like doing one of those things like hey uh, at least at least we gave him a shiny medal on his casket yeah very cynical there <laughs> and of course she's upset yeah. about this remember to buy straw. war bonds yeah. <laughs> and so I have a note here that says Rooten and Mittenmeyer watching war at the Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> they're at Capital Planet Odin, and they're literally just at what looks like a Buffalo Wild Wings and or Chili's. Just, like, taking in some hot Yeah, it's like wall to wall TVs, and it looks like, you know, the whole sports center thing going on. And they're yeah. just watching their former commander, you know, doing the battle thing. Yeah, and Royenthal's going, Royenthal's going, going to hog on some mozzarella sticks, you know? <laughs> Yeah, man, I ain't paying for fucking pay per view on this salary. I'll just go check it. Check yeah, the ten dollar cover sucks though, man. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it, it, the thing is, it is like you know, ten cent wing day. So, oh, yeah. but yeah, like it seems like everyone is just super null to this at this point. Like they're all just they don't care. It's good it's going forever. on for one hundred and fifty years. Forever. Yeah, yeah. Then we see Yang is going to visit Lap's grave uh, because that's what you do. And uh, the fiance is also there. She's put down her flowers already. She's crying. Yang walks up and, you know, she basically just explains like, hey, I don't blame you for this, but war is your job. And it kind of seems like a, I don't want to see your goddamn face right now. Like, it's kind of like you were his military buddy. I understand you did not do this and you probably did everything you could to prevent it. But that doesn't change the fact that I cannot see anyone from the military complex right now or I'm going to lose my shit. And like, Yang was very like understanding of, of that. He's like, yeah, I understand. That yeah, makes like, sense. He, he just got it. He, yeah. he, again, he was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, that's – yeah, shit sucks. Like, that's, that's it. And then we come to my final note of 
Rubinsky is evil Mr. Clean, has a mob lawyer. Mm-hmm. I didn't write Mr. Mean here, but you can call him Mr. Mean if you'd like from now on. Yeah, it cuts the end of the episode as Rubinsky kind of, you know, giving the summary of the the battle to, I guess, his mob lawyer. I don't know who the guy in this room, but he looked like a fucking mob lawyer. And he's like, this is going to make us money. And that was yeah, it. Like, it's it's his, his accountant, probably. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like they're just having a laugh and just being like, "Good war today, huh?" Yeah, good war. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need a Maserati. Like it's war it's economy, like the most war economy. Hey, it's the scummiest motherfucking people on the planet. They are garbage. Like, okay, I guess we're only two episodes in. I shouldn't declare them garbage, but man, they're garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're super clearly super garbage assholes. I hate these motherfuckers. They're war profiteering to pay orphans through college. Trust me, they have hearts uh, of gold. Put it in a blind trust. Uh, Orphans through college, the charity that pays me. (laughs) Nonprofit, because we spend it all on Maseratis. Definitely (laughs) for the orphans. We're just having trouble with the distribution channels right now. (laughs) Keep those orphans coming. Capitalism ass motherfuckers. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I think uh, that's that's basically it, right? Yeah, it's the movie in the first two episodes. So Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that was. It was rad. Uh, I'm I again as the blind one here. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. It seems like people are saying this is like the slower episodes, and it starts kicking up a little yeah. bit later. But like yeah. from what I remember after this, like the, that fight right there was kind of a prelude, and then this next couple episodes are all going to be politicking on both sides, the established characters and positions. So then it gets yeah. really good. And it's weird because, like, normally I am not a dry politics person. I need more dry politics like I need a hole in the head. I live in America in 2018. You know what? I'm good on all that bullshit. But, like, all right. Like, this this is pretty dope. I'm, I'm, like, enjoying it. I mean, it also has, like, cloak and dagger and intrigue and betrayal stuff. So, I mean, like, even though you don't know any of that's going to happen, you know that's going to happen. Oh, you super know what's going to happen. It's obvious. But yeah, so it looks like we're going to be doing this once a week, I think is the game mm-hmm. plan. Um, and yeah, again, I'm Ty Tuesday. Uh, with me is... Yang. Wenli. No, it's G-Op. Yeah, G-Op and uh, Kubo. <laughs> yeah. The next week is going to be episodes, what, three through seven? Three, four, five, it'll six, seven. It'll be three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, so it'll be yeah. episodes three through seven if yeah. you, for some reason, want to follow along with our space opera adventures. But I actually do I do recommend it because they are, they are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am enjoying it a ton so far, and it seems like the best is yet to come. And, and we'll tell you what episodes it's going to be at the end of every uh, session because there are a couple. You know, it's 110 episodes. There's going to be a couple that are probably a little fillery. Uh, thanks for hanging out, and I hope to... I guess not see you. I hope you open your ears and let in the joy of <laughs> podcast of the Galactic Heroes. <laughs> open your ear holes.